0: A boy and an elephant form a bond that will last their entire lives.
1: I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We are so happy to have you back with us for some more incredible stories. Now, if you have just discovered this wonderful little podcast, welcome. We're glad that you found us, however you may have found us, and we hope that you stay for a while. Go ahead, sit back, put your feet up, get yourself a snack, maybe a drink, and enjoy the show. If you like what you hear and you think to yourself, my gosh... Where can I get more of these incredible stories? Well, you're in luck, friend. Just hit that subscribe button or hit like. And every single Friday, you will be treated to a brand new episode of Richard and Gary's Incredible Stories, completely free of charge. It's our gift to you. Now today, we have a returning visitor, my sister Amber, and we have a very incredible pet story.
0: Yes, we do, uh, Gary. Welcome, Amber. Good to see you again.
2: Good to be back.
0: Yes, uh, you have actually become our animal expert on Richard and Gary's incredible stories, and you always bring us some of the most wonderful stories. Perhaps my favorite of all time is Dewey Read more, the library cat.
2: Dewey's one of my absolute favorites as oh, well. I do love Dewey.
0: Me too, and that's a special... Uh, a story uh, for around Christmas time too, I think,
2: and year round. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, anyhow, um, we understand this evening, Amber, that you're going to tell us about Modoc. Now, that's the name of a book. Modoc. It was written by Ralph Helfer, and as I uh, mentioned in our teaser, it's about a boy and an elephant, and they form a bond that would last their entire lives, although. It would be tested again and again and again, and it went through a a near-fatal shipwreck in the Indian Ocean, an apprenticeship with the legendary Mahout elephant trainers in the Indian teak forest, and their eventual rise to circus stardom in New York City, and this... Uh, story actually took place in the 1940s, so this is a nostalgic animal story. It,
2: it is. It's got some historical relevance to mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, let's begin from the beginning. And uh, what uh, do you have for us uh, connected with Modoc's story?
2: Well, first of all, Modoc is an incredible tale, and. Uh, I can only imagine hearing it told first person back in the day. But Modoc and the young man at the time, who would be her lifelong companion, um, Bram Gunsterstein, they were born on the same property at the same time, on the same day, in the uh, Hagendorf Valley in the Olstra Mountains. So they were originally... Uh, from Germany. They are—they were not American soil originally, and as you have pointed out already, uh, there was a lot of uh, events that unfolded and a, a lot of uh, things that could not have been foreseen ahead of time, but uh, young Bram had promised his father, Joseph, who was the uh, the official elephant trader for the circus over there in Germany, uh, that he would spend his life caring for Modoc as they shared a unique bond, that it was a, a rare thing for um the relationship that they had to be seen and uh not to take it lightly and upon his father's deathbed bram promised his father that he would never stop caring for Modoc and would spend his whole life which he did um looking out for Modoc's best interest and and i believe too that Modoc did the same thing for bram oh, that's am-
0: that is amazing and uh you're right they were raised together that uh, town you mentioned is a small german circus town
2: yes yes it is
0: Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what happens from there?
2: So, after Joseph uh, passed, and believe it or not, Joseph died of uh, what is believed to have been a broken heart, uh, because the the circus, as you said, it was a circus town, was to be sold. Uh, The man, Mr. Herrick Gobble, um, who was not a nice man, decided to sell the circus, and therefore the elephants as well, um, to a group out of the U.S., and... um, meaning that Joseph would no longer be able to care for these animals that he loved so much. Um, and inevitably, the uh, shock of it took him ill, basically. It um, says the relationship between a trainer and animal is uh, different from that of another circus. Um, they, they really bond with these animals. They're with them all the time. The name of the circus was the Wonders. Circus mm. W U N D E R Z I C U S. Wonders, Wonder Circus. Yeah, they claimed it was an average-sized circus. Um, just a lot of things unfolded. Bram did meet a young lady that he f- fell for, um, but Modoc, the love of Modoc, was much greater than that. And eventually, Bram decided when the elephants were going to be sold that he was going to sneak into the cargo with the elephants, uh, wherever that led, and he bid farewell to his mother, knowing that there was a good chance that he would not be back. Mm. And uh, he set off on the maiden voyage as a stowaway.
0: Wow, that's a an inc- an yeah. very difficult yeah. decision to make, isn't it? It is.
2: And uh, it was a, a really hard task, too, because if he had been caught, there was a lot of things that could have happened, as you could probably imagine. Uh, so he got hunkered down, basically, into the cargo hold, and he hid out there. And when the the ship took off and was out at sea, he would sneak out every once in a while uh, and go check on, on Modoc, as he affectionately called her, Mosey. And Mosey knew his voice, and she would trumpet and bellow whenever she saw him with excitement. And he would try and keep her calm. He did get discovered in the boat, um, and they were going to leave him off at the first port they stopped at. But uh, there was a, a big storm that was unforeseen that came up, and there was a shipwreck oh, and gosh. there were uh, uh, some casualties. Um, but Bram and some of his friends that were circus people that were also being sold with the circus and obviously Modoc and some of the other animals uh, did survive the shipwreck. Um, probably a little worse than where. And at one point Modoc was used as a flotational device out in the ocean because she was kind of, I don't want to say a solid landmass because she's obviously not land, but a solid mass that people could float on. Hmm. And she, floated out there in the ocean and I, I think there was a thought would they ever make land again and of course as we know the story continues so yes she did make landfall she did survive and there was more to the tale um
0: so that tells us that elephants can swim
2: float elephants oh. can float yes they don't float. So, like Disney, but they float
1: remember this folks if you happen to be on an airplane or a boat when it sinks look for the nearest elephant save your life
0: oh <laughs> well, you know ignore that amber go continue yes uh,
2: <laughs> So they continued and, again, washed up on a shore and were cared for when they got there at a place called an elephatorium. Um, where was this?
1: Is that where they sell uh, large amounts of elephants for low, low prices?
2: Yeah, no, not, oh. not exactly. And this was pre-Amazon. Um, so they, w- <laughs> they were on a vessel called the Ganges, okay? And that was bound for New York, Danny. That's the one that crashed, Um, so I'm guessing the port that they crashed into was in India. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of the name of the port they landed on, but they were cared for because obviously after being out at sea for a while, you're not going to come in, you know, unscathed. Um, they washed up on the shore. It says, let's see.
0: And, And this event led to him having an apprenticeship with those elephant trainers did in the uh, Indian teak forest we, we're not sure exactly uh, where in India but somewhere in the Indian uh,
2: correct correct
0: teak forest and so he spent some time with Modoc there
2: he did he did and I think they had somewhat of a respect for Bram there as well because I, I believe they saw the love he had for mm-hmm. Modoc even though Modoc was technically a piece of property that was being sold and they could have pressed charges and there could have been different things. I believe the Maharaja or whoever it was at that time said, you know, I can't permit this, but if you do this under the cover of night or whatnot and leave, I, I will have never seen you go. And there's nothing I can do about, it. you know, mm-hmm. I can just basically say for them to look, but it would buy you time basically mm-hmm. to get out mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, so all the structures and designs in that area were Hindu. They were bleached white stone walls, tapered roofs, gold leaf spirals. You can almost envision what this place is that, that they were at and what it looked like. Very regal. I almost picture something looking almost like the Taj Mahal or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so the uh, curious thing is, uh, uh, first of all, I can't even, Gary, I can't even begin to imagine being in a situation like that. He uh, Leaving your home. Leaving your friends, leaving your family, your parent, your mother behind, and shipwrecking into this strange country you've never been in before, probably couldn't speak the language. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and trying desperately to um, hang on to your relationship with MODOC and care for uh, the elephant, and not knowing where you're going next or how to get there. Um, that's got to be one scary feeling in the pit of your stomach. Oh, yeah.
2: I, I can't even imagine. And he was young. So to yeah. try and do this as an adult would be hard. But put yourself in the shoes of somebody much, much younger, no. say a preteen, a teen, like one of our uh, Campfire Kid age kids mm, from the other podcast, hey, trying to navigate something. You one know. of
1: our kids from the summer camp.
2: Yeah. But trying to navigate that, you know, as a teen, you don't have those faculties built in, uh, you know, the, the worldly knowledge how to do that stuff. And that was only one of several adventures that they ended up on. Uh, not by choice, but by chance. And at one point, Bram had married a young tribal girl mm. on one of the islands. And unfortunately, her ending came sooner than thought. But they were attacked. And again, Modoc and Bram, their bond was tested. And, and you know, having to keep her safe and make sure she made it, he put his life on the line. And he was going to dedicate his entire life to making sure this beautiful creature uh, just... You hear it, an elephant never forgets, and and truly, I don't believe that Modoc ever forgot Bram. Um, there was a point where Bram was told again that the circus was going to be sold a, a, another time um, to a buyer out of New York, and that Modoc, at this point, from everything she'd been through, she was blind in one eye, she had some injuries going on, and. At one point, she had actually, um, somebody tried to attack her, and she protected herself, and thusly the person was lost. Um, and Like, trampled? I, Yeah.
0: So, um, I'm a little yeah. unclear, though. Um, we're talking about another circus buying, uh, but the last of, uh, part of our story was they were stranded in this uh, Indian teak forest. Right. So, he somehow made his he, way
2: He He does get out of India, and the teak forest, and all this other stuff, and, and down the road there's a time period in between and I mm-hmm. forgive me for not having the exact number, but he is reconnected with obviously whoever was going to originally sell the circus that, because again, that's their property. That's their merchandise. Uh, they want to make sure. What are the
0: odds of that? I um,
1: oh mean, I would so have they been lost him in the woods. That
2: Nobody's going to want this elephant that kills people on accident. Um, and that if he can come up with the money, he can have her. Mm. So he, at this point, he's not making a whole lot of money. He's just barely scraping by on, on scraps or whatnot. And he talks to some of his friends that were circus people and says, Hey, you know, can, can I borrow some money from you? I promise I'll pay it back. Some of them immediately came forward and they helped. And some of them obviously were very skeptical and didn't think it was a good idea and wouldn't help. Long story short, Bram got the money he needed. And so that, The way things were set up at the circus back then was that the people were split into two groups, the animal trainers in one group, and then a group would go ahead and they would set up wherever the circus was going to be held and try and get the grounds and facilities ready for the animals to come in with their caregivers or whatnot. And so Modoc Mosey as she was affectionately called, was loaded on a train the night before and Bram was to go ahead of her and set up camp and get things situated. And he had the money ready to pay the uh, man who owned the circus at that point and um, I believe it was $5,500, if I remember the figure right. And A
0: lot of money back then. So, so a lot, he kissed a lot of money.
2: Mosey on the face and, and told her, you like train rides, you can watch the cows, you like watching the cows out the window, and he's trying to calm her. He was very skeptical about leaving Mosey to, to go on the train, but he knew that he needed to get there ahead of them to set up things for her. Well, the next day, well, I guess I should go back a little bit further. In the middle of the night, the train comes down the track and it stops at this train station. And waiting in front of this train station is this truck, this big truck. And the train comes to a stop and there's this guy standing out there that kind of probably looks like one of the villains from Cruella DeVille, kind of, you know, kind of a shady looking character. And they unload the elephants and onto this guy's truck. And it slowly moves out. Had had as they said, had anybody been sleeping on the train, they wouldn't even have known it stopped and that mm. the transaction it had made. Mosey was sold right off the side of the train, mm. and when Bram got to the train station the following morning, there was no Modoc. The train was there, everything else was there, but Modoc was gone. And come to find out, uh, he had gotten a better offer, and he had made ten thousand instead of the fifty-five hundred.
0: Modoc's owner.
2: M- M- yeah, the one that owns, and Bram was heartbroken, and. They looked and looked and looked him and the young lady he had fallen in love with that they had met in childhood. Um, and they do eventually, um, they do eventually find each other. and Modoc is working as kind of like a Bob Weatherwax animal, an animal that would be used in movies. Um, So the man that ended up with her in the end had the same philosophy, I guess, that Bram and his family had, that you use kindness, that you raise an animal with love and not harshness, no bullhooks, no no meanness, which poor Mosey, half those injuries to her body were from people who mishandled and had tried to use a firm hand and fear Mm -hmm. to try and get the animal to do what they had wanted, but she knew that Bram, his whole life, had showed her love. And even after being separated, and it took many years for them to reconnect, she still remembered Bram. She only had one good eye, and she had injuries and stuff from the chains being embedded under her foot. But she knew his voice and the tone of it and came running. She pulled her stake out of the ground and took the fences down, and she scooped him up in her trunk and also the young lady that, that he loved. And when the man came out, not knowing who these people were on the property, Bram said, don't worry, we're family, it's Okay. And he began to tell the man the story from the day he was born to all the series of events that had happened. And the man said, I, c- I can't believe this. That's the most incredible story mm-hmm. that I've ever heard. And he says, would you like to stay on and be her caregiver? Oh. And he goes, I can't pay you much. He goes, in the movie business, jobs are few and far between, as you know. And he said, the, the money goes first to paying, you know, for our permits and stuff and for the care of the animals and rentals and stuff, um, and then whatever is left would go to you. Um, you know, is that something you would even consider? Well, him and the young lady they had fallen in love with started the next day, and as we know, they spent the rest of their lives together. And I believe Bram and Modoc died like a day apart.
0: Isn't that so interesting?
2: They literally spent their entire mm-hmm. li- with with a little separation between yeah. here and there dedicated her and she never forgot him and he never forgot her and and the love she had for bram never wavered not once after all she'd been through you know and you think of all the things this poor animal had gone through that she could easily have just turned on man in general from all the mistreatment and being poisoned and and all this other stuff but she never once forgot bram and knew in her heart deep down who he was and she had a certain noise that she would make only for bram and and he and her almost had a, a language themselves to where they, they knew each other, what one was thinking, what one wanted, and could almost read each other's minds.
0: This would make a fabulous movie. Has anybody ever thought about making a movie, do we know?
1: I feel like this may have been a movie. I yeah. don't know
2: if it is or not, but it would be worth looking into.
1: Yeah, That, uh, Let that me is Google
0: definitely it. The, the makings of a, a really heartwarming yeah, yeah. movie. And, and you know what? Sometimes true life... Gives us some of the most inspirational moments in a movie that right. we could possibly right. wish for. Absolutely. So that, uh, that has a happy ending that they, even though they had some separations and difficult times throughout, uh, it had a happy ending. It did. And you know what? Uh, that uh, boy that eventually you know became a man, uh, gee, whiz he? really um had some dedication and had his wits about him and was able to accomplish the impossible right who could have ever thought that this would have worked out
2: you know it's something this this day and age it's rare to see somebody so dedicated and driven in something so passionate about something that they were willing to risk their own life and safety you know Mm -hmm. and financial withholdings you know
0: were not
2: even in consideration it was just the, the love and dedication of that animal
0: and it's a shame that the uh, owner didn't uh, honor his original commitment and sell Mosey for the price that he right. that right. he originally well, stated.
2: And what happened with that money that Bram had gotten? Unfortunately, when the man told him what what had happened with Modoc after he had had asked, the man wasn't going to tell him. Uh, Bram, out of anger, attacked the man, and so the money he had gotten to buy Mosey ended up. Instead of being returned to the people that he borrowed for, having to pay for attorney fees, oh,
0: medical bills, yeah.
2: and new furniture for the man because he broke the desk. Oh. Um, but in the end, he still got to be back with Modoc. So mm-hmm. it was a price to pay, but it was a small price to pay. And, you know, it, it's sad that that man was so greedy that he did what he did mm-hmm. and felt no remorse for it, you yeah. know. But.
0: Yeah. but there are people like that
2: unfortunately there are
0: and uh there are animals like mosey and there are um folks like uh, bram
2: there are Uh,
0: this is these are the elements that make up our world always have and uh quite a quite an incredible story from oh probably 40 60 about 60 years ago
2: i know there's a youtube video about it that shows actual black and white um photos of, of them reuniting or whatnot folks
0: uh you might want to check the youtube videos yeah it has a short little
2: synopsis
0: and uh, and see what uh, mosey and and the folks look like
2: this would make a really nice hallmark movie yeah
0: it would wouldn't it it would
1: yeah there is a documentary it's called Modoc the greatest show on earth um and it goes into talking about the elephant Mm -hmm. and the uh the owner so there there is some stuff out there um There is one on Amazon uh, called Modoc, the true story of the greatest elephant that ever lived. Mm -hmm. So, folks,
0: you have uh, several ways of following up on this incredible story. Amber, we want to thank you very much for being with us this evening and sharing this with us. Uh, I was not familiar with Mosey's story, but um, I tell you what, it's one that touches your heart.
2: It definitely does, and you know, if, if you didn't ever think about those animals before, it definitely gives you new respect for them. Yep.
0: Well, with that, I'm uh, Richard,
1: and I'm Gary, and these are our incredible stories. And you know what, folks? We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we hope that you're going to join us again next Friday for another great episode. And thank you again, Amber, for joining us today. Thank
0: you, Amber. Thank you. For we'll
1: see you guys us. next time. Bye. <laughs>